When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We like to apologize. For what? To absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> the two-time chop does absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> What was the first thing that I had on, on my... On my Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not there's, a, there's a genuine reason to it, but... yeah. I mean, he, he didn't lie. Yeah. Um, main channel podcast episode 160. Am I right? Mm, it's 161. 161? Mm-hmm. Um, we hear uh, a special guest in the building. Uh, a Tway special guest introduce yourself actually i should introduce myself but i'll let you go first um <laughs> the way we like to do it here is if you have any nicknames or obviously you know any aliases that's the word i'm looking yeah get them off get them off now's your chance hero names uh, <laughs> um i ain't got no actually no um some people call me at just you know because it's easier i guess Mm. Um, I guess hero names would be Blue Marvel. Okay. Do you know who Blue Marvel is? No. You go ahead. Do I know who Blue Marvel is? Google nah. him. Google him real quick. Just Google him nah. real quick. Is he, is he a black character with electric powers? Hey, do you no, know no, what? No, Eman, no, you're so no. no. You're so, if this is, um, I'm never. No, no, no. Black Marvel, you said, or Blue Marvel? No, so. Blue Marvel. Blue Marvel. Isn't that supposed to be um, Miss Marvel? No. Nah, nah, nah. And then no. they changed it. Oh, okay then. No, that's cool, isn't it? Adam Brashear, <laughs> physics professional, pro- professor, sorry, adventure, adventurer, all-American football player. Okay. He's like a new, he's like, like a newer superhero. No, he's been about for time. He's been oh, about really? For time. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He was one of the um, first black superheroes that Stan Lee wrote. Oh, mm, what? Nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. Blue Marvel is the guy, man. That's dope. Blue Marvel, love for that. Learned something new. Um, <laughs> I am Two Dems, also known as... No, I'm Demi, also known as Two Dems. The real is back. The real is back. Um, listen, do your Googles. If you don't know who I am by now, it's getting ridiculous. I can't believe I have to tell you every week, but I will. <laughs> Um, the best member of uh, the best member of uh, the DSS, dancing and them man need to pack up their bags. And obviously, um, I am him. I am him in neutron in the flesh. You're looking at him, so 
<laughs> it is. Love hey. that man. Love that. <laughs> um, Carl Sanusi, Don Corleone in the building. Well, in Zoom, in the Zoom, in building, the Zoom. In the if Zoom. you want to call it that. AKA LL Coolins, AKA C Note, Big Two L in the building. Hey. Episode one six one, man. We here. Let's get it. You know, you know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys saying? It's E my G four five. The G solid in my name. The four five is silent. Come on. Uh, it's the Prince of the East. Genghis yep. Bogui. Black Mamba Dove. <laughs> Tim Four oh. Eames. <laughs> Tim Four Hat Eames. Yeah. Um, what else? There's Chia Yam. Yeah. R&B voice, ready for podding. I love One six one. Let's get it, man. Let's go. Let's get to it. Let's, Let's get go. to it. Let's, Let's go. Oh my mom, we lit. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. I guess <laughs> uh, the best place to start is with our guest, uh, Atwe, who is a musician. Um, thank you for joining us today, bro. Uh, I guess the best place to start is your career. Um, mm. How did you get into music? What was it for you? I was like, yo, I want to do this. And you've been putting out music consistently as well. Good music as well. I think that's mm. very important to highlight. So how'd you get your start? Um, oh boy, it's been a, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey to be honest, man. Um, I started out uh, producing and engineering for different artists. Like this mm. was like maybe about for the, for the past, I don't know, maybe nine years or so now. Um, started really young so um, yeah I've always been engineering producing um, I used to be an R&B artist as well you know carrying a guitar on stage singing like a cheering I did it before he did basically <laughs> um, and then I kind of switched to, to Afro R&B when I kind of discovered that I'm Nigerian and what do you uh, mean the- <laughs> you gotta have to you gotta have to that one, but what, what no, do you mean by that <laughs> No, when I discovered that, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I have to, you know, uphold culture first, like right. uphold who I am first. You get me? So yeah. um, embracing, I guess, maybe that's the word, embracing who I am and, you know, um, incorporating some of my um, language and um, I guess uh, styles into my mm. music. So that that really started about four years ago or three mm. years ago, actually, when I dropped uh, my first single, Hold On. Um, and then from then on, I've just literally just been evolving. And um, most of the, in fact, not even most, all the songs I've ever, you know dropped is basically produced by me. Um, I've had I've had some inputs, you know, writing and stuff like that. But like mainly, I like to kind of like show people that you know whatever you've got to offer, I guess is um, is good enough. Mm. If you're mm. if if you're good, it's it's good enough. You know, you don't necessarily need all the other ingredients um, from everyone else. And and if 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 things then come to kind of like, or if people then come to add what they need to add, then you at least know who you are first. That you know you can then say, okay, I need this, I need that, I need this. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. But if you have no base, then it's just long. You yeah. get me. So I kind of learned that um earlier on as well and then obviously now dropping my first ever ep that's basically been the back burner for the last like four yeah for years basically um a lot of people have been expecting me to do it sooner but i just felt you know there's no point 
but the current state of the music industry, dropping an EP or dropping an album was kind yeah. of like long, you get me? So, um, but now it just makes more sense because I feel like, you know, I've come to that point where um, there's there's even a hundred percent more acceptance and knowing mm. who I am and being like, you know what, this is this is me, this is what I have to offer. And yeah. I so yeah, that. it's been a, it's been a sweet journey, man. And I think you have to make for what from what I understand of your journey, you have to do it when you're ready. There's no point anything else yeah. if rushed or it, you won't make the music that you're truly happy with. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting to a position where you was pleased with the music you're making or you was ready to make the music you want to make mm. sounds like it was so important to your journey. Yeah, and it's I feel like it's it's obviously very important. And this is why I keep saying to people, like when they ask me this question, it's like, listen, you have to make sure that you accept who you are first before mm. you go into any kind of setting. If you, if you, for lack of a better word, if you're a villain, if you know that you're a villain, if you know mm. that you're a bad guy, accept mm. that you're a bad guy. And if you're going to pretend, go in places and pretend to be good. Do you get what I'm saying? But yeah. knowing who you are is the base. And that's what you need at, at first. Know what you have to offer so that when anything else comes, it can't shake you. It can't move you around. It can't make you go, oh, you know what? I should have tried it this way. I should have tried it that way. Do you get what I'm saying? You, you, no, you yeah. just know that this is what I have to offer. So take it or leave it. Do you get what I'm saying? But um, yeah, so it's interesting finding that out as well and just learning that and accepting that. You get me? So, yeah. No, I think that's so, that's actually a really good point. I'm very interested to see you ha- how keen or important it is to you to know who you are when you go into any space. Mm. Um, I think that that's already a recipe for success because mm. you will be confident doing what you want to do and wherever you go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Any other, qu- any questions, Ed? Yeah, I was going to say, um, it's interesting that, because I, I, I know you're an artist, but I didn't know, like, you actually produced all your stuff, which is, like, pretty, mm-hmm. I mean, believe it or not, it's still quite a rare thing, do you know what I'm saying? And, like, how did that come about for you? Because, obviously, like, where did you, where did you discover your talent first? Because I know you play different instruments. Was your, mm-hmm. was your discovery in producing first, or was it as being an artist first? Um, being an artist first, definitely. Being a singer first. Um, okay. obviously grew up in Lagos um, and you know go in church and all of that you know just discover that I like singing because me and my siblings used to listen to a lot of um, Lockie Dube a lot of mm. Abba do you know Lockie Dube by any chance no no uh, heard of him no, no. Oh, he's a reggae reggae South African artist okay um okay. he fortunately died around uh, 2006 but um yeah he's basically the inspiration man that we had back in the day um and listen to a lot of ABBA, listen to a lot of like boy band music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, on a radio and that, just replaying, just playing it over and over again. Then I discovered I actually like this stuff. Like I like singing. Mm. So I started singing from a young age, basically. Um, yeah. And then when I got to, when I got to years, year nine, that's when I actually picked up producing. Mm, um, okay. And that's when I discovered that I actually prefer making my own music and making my own stuff um mm. because obviously you know you can have you know other producers make your stuff for you but then there's that element of um convenience and element of timing as well 
Whereas mm. like right now I could just make anything, you know, whereas other people have to wait till they get into sessions to make music, yeah. you get me? So I kind of felt like I just wanted to just get things rolling. So my music teacher in school, um, great guy, man. He, he basically taught me how to make um, one, two beats here and there. And then from then on, I just went and dived in and just did my thing. Um, and then it was actually crazy because he actually gave me a key to the music studio in the, in the school, which is mad because <laughs> you don't really yeah. know how to do that. But, yeah. but he did that. He did that. He did that because he saw, he saw that I was really, really down for this. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So from year nine, I started producing. And then year 10, obviously, all, all on through till now. It's just been progress, 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 um, progress. And then now I've actually discovered a different way. I think maybe just about the last year, which is, you know, kind of like, I feel like that's a Kanye thing as well. Because Kanye is a producer, yeah, but yeah. not the one that will sit at the computer and actually produce the stuff. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? He tells yeah. people what to do. <laughs> do you get me? Yeah. But I kind of <laughs> yeah, discovered yeah. that element of it. That I'm like, oh yeah, I actually like doing that. Mm. I actually like just sending something over and saying, hey, can you add this for me? Can you do this for me? Can you do that? Try this mm. on me. And then when I get it back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. So now yeah. I've kind of incorporated that into my production as well. So, yeah, it's quite sick. Yeah, yeah. no, it sounds, that sounds, I think that is just the way to go. But you said something mm. really interesting um, about being interested in ABBA. Like, <laughs> I, I, for me, I love them, but how did that come about? <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't know. But I just feel like it's just, it just happened. It's just a... It's just mm. a chance thing, isn't it? Like, it's just, um, we just love listening to music. And yeah. there was yeah. a lot of us. So what my mom used to do, and we could all sing as well, same way. Um, okay. My mom used to make us have like talent shows at nighttime. Uh, <laughs> and this was early on in, in, in Nige. Um, like, uh, like literally when Nipper takes light, you know what I mean? When Nipper <laughs> takes the light, you just stand up there and start singing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then we used to sing ABBA songs so we used to listen to some of the songs so that we could bring it back and sing yeah. it and then from yeah. then on it just started to become second nature man the songs uh, so like song, songs like Dancing Queen or something like that you know it's just a silly silliness but mm. it was it was you know I mean those things kind of shaped me as an artist I have to you know be honest with that and it, it, even the Carpenters heard of the Carpenters? Sounds very familiar Carpenters oh uh, yeah Basically old music. <laughs> basically <laughs> okay. basically oh, old yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like it's when it's when um, um, I grew up that you know I, I started to like take in or ingest like modern day stuff. But old mm. music was me back in the day. So yeah, I, I think that's just how it just just happened. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I would get busy. That's why I'm you know I am a fan. There's no denying mm. it. But recently, I went to go watch. Mamma Mia, the play, oh. which obviously they do the whole thing for. So, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia is lit still. Yeah, no. <laughs> Listen. Nah, they, got a couple, they got a couple of slaps. I'm not going to lie. Nah, I can't they, no, I found they, they basically shaped most of the pop music of nowadays, mm. man, especially in Europe. Yeah. They 100%. shaped yeah. the sound like of pop music. So, yeah. And they yeah. basically do the the driving force behind one of the greatest boy bands of all time, Westlife. A word, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Because most of the songs that they sung is Westlife. Westlife, uh, 
uh, remixed or re-sang the songs, covered their songs, basically. Mm. Wow, like, if you're in a Westlife concert, yeah, they literally have, a, let's say, about a 45-minute section where they just sing ABBA songs. Swear down. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, <Fair> so... <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, it's, it's, nah, okay. and obviously Westlife is quite important to the you know to to West or to Europe, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are very talented, and it's, I'm mm. just interested that you took inspiration from them because they're definitely people. I think maybe more people should take inspiration from. I think someone like Dua Lipa definitely. Mm. Um, but listen, the music slaps, and it it's worked mm. for a reason. There's there's a reason they're still getting plays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, no, I think that is a, is a, just very interesting. It stood out to me. Yeah. I know it's weird sometimes as well when I say this, like in some interviews, some radio interviews I did back in the day. <laughs> I tell them, they'll ask me, what are your inspirations? I'd be like, you know, Abba, Carpenters, they start looking at me funny. I'm just like, bro, listen. listen I know it sounds weird, but listen, I like music, but when I hear music, I like music. If it hits, it hits, you get me. <laughs> the thing is, like, music music comes from everywhere, to be fair. And it's like, um, like, you will find that I, I was listening to a podcast and then even, like, um, there's a documentary on Biggie Smalls. Mm. Uh, Benny the Butcher and Biggie Smalls, they don't listen to hip-hop. I mean, probably when they were younger, like, how they were introduced to hip-hop, but they don't mm. listen to hip-hop. Well, <clears throat> specifically Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls grew up on jazz. And then, mm. like, the way he would rap his rhymes, it would be to a jazz um, percussionist, the drum, the drum player. Mm. So, like, that's yeah. why his rhymes were so out of the world rather than just the simple four-bar. It was, it was fantastic. So, yeah. and then you listen to, like, you listen to other hip-hop artists. They don't stay and they don't stick to the genre that they participate in because I think... Mm. One, you can end up stealing bars, and two, you can end up sounding like the other person. So yeah. there's, no, there's no originality. But um, for inspiration, sometimes they'll go back and then listen to one or two projects where that was, well, because they're a lot older than us, but I'm talking about people who are of a certain age. Yeah, but yeah. they'll go back to the time where they listen to that artist, and then they'll be like, let me grab inspiration from there and try mm. and emulate that energy. So, Abba, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no it's um, true man it's true it's true and i feel like there's a there's a lot of um authenticity when you kind of like go back to gain kind of inspiration from the past do you get what i'm saying mm, because yeah. now you've come with 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 knowledge because them man that did it but they basically created the genres do you get yeah. what i'm saying they created mm. all the genres that we're talking about today all of them were the ones that made it basically so mm. go to them to like some of the songs, obviously, you know, putting into today's context might sound corny sometimes, some of the words or some of the ways that they do music. But if you actually listen to the genius ways they came on with, with, with uh, some of their lyrics as well, it's kind of like, it's something that if you, if you go back and you study them and you come to this era and you actually start performing those, yeah, blow. Yeah. Because I'm- people, everyone... I feel like every single one of us have this thing inside of us where we genuinely like old music. We mm. all know we do. Yeah. Obviously, depending on the genre, but we all know there's 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 something about vintage music that makes us go, mm, this is nice. Do you get <laughs> what I'm saying? So if someone yeah. comes with an old school kind of vibe, you instantly click on them. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. 
Nostalgia works, okay. and I think you know, we're, to not the best degree, but we're seeing it in uh, when they do it with drill and then sample drill. Um, typically, mm. it does work, like I think. But in your case, what you're referring to is taking inspiration from the greats, which I think is obviously a no-brainer because nostalgia is is a powerful ingredient in anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's actually mean, kind of funny, like because I was listening to Earth, Earth Wind and Fire this this morning, so. <laughs> It's much strange that you say that. Good, good, good. That's real music. Trust me, trust me. There's a, there's, there's so much. In fact, wait one sec. Let me even show, let me show you what I'm talking about. When I say Lockie Dubé, yeah, this guy basically was the like sound of the apartheid in um South Africa around that time. So he, in fact, wait. Let me find his official page. So yeah, that's him here. Mm. Oh, it's not showing it. Oh yeah, it, it blended. Uh, so, so, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if you can make that. Oh, up. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Basically, <laughs> he's the main. He's the main guy. Like, and he did mm. reggae, full yeah. on reggae. So when we, um, obviously being Nigerian, being African now, when we hear about oh reggae comes from, from from Jamaica, da 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 da, da you hear that conversation. You're like, mm, actually. Yeah. I don't know because I grew up listening to man like this that did full on <laughs> yeah. reggae. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get know what yeah. I'm saying? And he's from South Africa. So what are you talking about? But um, mm. but yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it's ah, oh, it's beautiful, man. To so just pay attention, pay attention to them lyrics, and it can help mm. you, you know, grow your own craft as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's real, man. So for the EP, what was the process like? You know, recording, making it happen. What's been the inspirations? What's the things you're trying to get out what you're trying to achieve with it i guess as well see you know what yeah this ep was a this ep basically kind of talks about my journey and talks about me as a person mm. um it's not just a collection of songs that i just want to release it's actually it's funny when um i was approached to do the ep i was like hmm and the thing is, these songs, it's, it's actually funny. I keep saying, these songs were songs that I was never going to release. Because of, how, because of how real I felt it made me feel. Like, it actually hit, hit me in different ways when I listened to them. So I was like, this is a bit too much. And I don't, want, I don't feel like people will get this. Or they, they might get it, they might get the vibe, but like, I don't feel like, um, they will do justice to the way I, um, their feeling or, or, or taking in of the songs will, will not do justice to how I actually feel. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? Kind of like, um, yeah. what's it called? Burner Boy wrote flipping Igbo and Shayo because his heart was broke. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of his own heartbreak thing, but people have turned it into a, you know, club banger, which is good, obviously, for him. Numbers, peace, mm. you get me? Of but, course. you know, the, the root of it was, you know, something real happened. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this EP was kind of like, um, yeah, I wasn't gonna release any other songs on the EP originally, but then I felt, you know what? Let me let me calm down. Let let me kind of like pat my ego down and say, listen, give people the benefit of the doubt to take it in and just listen and you know get their own interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because so I, and then when I was asked, you know, what's the name of the EP? It wasn't hard to come up with love and war because that's basically what it's all about it's literally been a hard battle and yeah. um it, it's it's funny because three of the songs obviously six track ep 
three of mm-hmm. the songs are more in the loving side of things. And then the other three are more in the battle side of things where I'm actually, um, uh, I guess, just really saying some stuff. So there's a song called Bad Boy mm-hmm. that is, uh, oh man, that song, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was easy to write that song because of how, how pissed off I was at, at the industry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. angry at the industry. Like it was so easy. I, I went through a mad uh, management situation that just opened my eyes to the industry in a different way that I didn't know. You know, you hear things, you think, you know, you feel things, you experience things, but then you experience it on a more personal level where someone literally sells you a dream yeah. face to face. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Face to face. And then everything now becomes, I don't know, everything changes basically. So mm. when I was writing that song, I was just like, you know what? Yep, I'm going to put this in there. I'm going to put this in there. I'm going to put this in there. And then that's when I finished the song. So I made the beat in literally two hours. And then everything else, the lyrics just easy. Um, and yeah, songs like As I Pray, obviously, is very, very self-explanatory. Yeah, It's literally me just like I've been, I've been, I've been at it with God, man. Just me and God. Mm. Just been, just been talking. And obviously, even a part of the lyric that says, um, uh, mama, don't cry for me. Because my mom cried because of the, the, the amount of mental strain I was under um, through some of the situations and the, with the management and the deal that I was in. Like, so there was a lot, man. And then, yeah, so it was, it was very, very, very personal to get these songs out. Yeah. Well, it, it's very personal to me. So that's a... A testament really I think it's so important to be as real and honest as you can I think a lot mm. of artists are now coming out and they're having uh one hit wonders or things that blow up it's like what are you really talking about like what are you mm. about like I don't know how long I Spice will be popular for but <laughs> I think wait that's the girl that's like the you thought I was Philly yeah. <laughs> but I'm I, I know I'm never gonna find anything out about her that's gonna be it do you know what I, I mean? don't know. I'm I'm oh, she's like, gonna she be might... here for time. She might. She's gonna be here for time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She might. She, she, she will uh, be here for a while. If she has the same right as Cardi does, then maybe. But uh, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> there's only so much. Uh, I can do nah, that. do you know what? I don't think what? she'll have a Cardi B experience. I think she's gonna have more of a Dejelof experience. But where's Dejelof now? Oh, think, okay. That's I think really she's more hood. Okay. Cardi B is like not hood. Cardi B is that you know that girl on the pose come make music and do sassy 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 there's loaf was the hood girl mm. but not like she was hood basically yeah. Yeah, she, she gives up that hood vibe as well she's hood but she's she's feminine whereas yeah, like you get me you could turn around and say young and may is, is hood but she don't mm. give that feminine energy she like she wants to take your girl Mm. So, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, respectfully, but like, yeah, I, I hear exactly yeah. where you're coming from. Um, but I spice. I think. I think she's she's good, man. Well, I personally think she's. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not saying in this day and age. In this day and age, hmm. yes, I think she's. It's not so much about the quality. It's more about like what is, what are you saying? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't know this person and it makes it harder to connect with them because you don't, they're not using their music as a way for you to connect. So I think mm. it's really important with what you're doing and you're trying to tell your story. I will, people like to feel like they know their favorite artists. You know what I mean? I've never met Drake a day in my life, but he's very good at 
you know, bringing in, bring you into his world. Um, mm. That's so important, especially when you're trying to connect with someone for the first time. Um, I think that, yeah, you can't put a price on how important that is. That's actually, um, that's actually very true, you know, because I feel like the artists that have a longer reign or even timeless music are artists mm. that actually talk about their personal not maybe personal life, but they actually tell you stories yeah. about them themselves. 100%. You get what I mean? 100%. So yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Kendrick told me he got COVID and I respected it because I was like, shit, me too, nigga. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true, true. It's true, it's true. And like you have uh, people like sorry, bro, go on. No, go on. No, you people like who? Uh Bryson, Bryson Tiller. You like Bryson Tiller? You guys like Bryson Tiller? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bryson, Bryson's lit, man. I love Bryson, but it's like his um, he, like the fact that he just comes in, drops an album, and ducks out every mm-hmm. every time is is actually quite interesting. And mm. the stuff that he keeps talking about, obviously, relationship all the time, and it's actually what he's living through. Yeah. So it too. allows you to be able to listen to his whole album because it feels like he's telling you the story about everything that happened with his um. With his relationships, which is obviously cool. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bro, did your camera just drop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a madness just happened. <laughs> Bro, I thought mom came and slapped you one or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So Bryson, Bryson's good at that. Yeah, I think and you should give yourself credit because we were like, lucky enough to listen to their project um mm-hmm. and like we've heard some of the songs and like for example this like l- relates directly to like my favorite song on there which is pull up like it, it's obviously about something you're going through right mm-hmm. and, and i can tell by the smile as well it's obviously an experience yeah um but it, i feel like stuff like that is better you know you you, you gravitate to the music better and like just even like learning that you produce it as well, it's actually quite interesting to me because on that track, I know it's towards the end of the the EP, it's got like a little bit of like a you know when you see like the closing credits type vibe mm-hmm. to it. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's something you should you know. I mean, I'm sure you'll keep doing it because that's kind of the vibe you've given us, I've given off as a person, and the people who we as a collective gravitate towards are most are the people who are willing to to, to share and indulge in their story. It's the, it's the, it's, a, it's a unique skill that you know not many artists can pull off. Oh, so uh, true. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's missing nowadays. I think mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't lose that part to your art. Mm. And pull up actually. Um, another one that I made quite quickly as well, simply because I'm I'm trying to. It was a song that um, what's it called? Um. Ah man, it was it, it was it was it was it was easy to write because it's now coming to the point where I'm just like, you know what, I'm I'm who I am. I'm me. This is me. Pull up or go home. Yeah. Pretty Fair much. <laughs> just yeah. do you know what I mean? I so it. it's like if it. you you know take it or leave it. You get me. And that was it. Um and yeah. So it's, it's nice that you like that one. 
And that's the one that actually, I don't know if you've seen, Liverpool FC used it. Did they? When did they use it? Uh, A couple weeks ago, uh, they used it uh, for one of their uh, new player announcements. I think the player was like Jay something or James or something like that. I I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So they used it. And they used the whole song as well, not even a part of the song. The whole song. Love that. So it's good. It's good. It's good. I like it. Why? You're a Liverpool (laughs) fan? No. Oh. I support Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> no, do you know what? Oh. Scratch that. Yes, I am. <laughs> Don't mess up the bag, bro. Don't you know mess up the bag. I am a Liverpool fan. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I like Liverpool. I hear that still. Man. I hear that. Jordan Henderson. I hear it. <laughs> That's your favorite player. <laughs> yeah. Does he play for Liverpool? Uh, yeah, he does. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, now yeah. he is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> uh, I guess it's we can think about the next topic. What was the next topic on the docket? Yeah, I wanted to actually speak to you, um, about your experiences just performing because I know in this, you know, the general discussion right now, and we can maybe touch on that a bit later because I think it ties into the future of Afrobeats and how things are growing, you know, mm-hmm. with Asha Care selling out. Uh, Brixton and that being such a big deal I just wanted yeah. to like discuss like with you because I know you went on tour with Mr Easy and you've kind of you've had a feel of being on stage what's that experience like to you and how important is that to your your journey would you say do you know what I love performing man yeah there's no feeling like oh, you know I tell her like there is a feeling like performing I think the closest probably sex, but <laughs> I, love, I love performing, man. I yeah. absolutely love it, bruv, because there's that. It's just, it's, it's the, okay. When I did the show with Mr. Easy, obviously no one knows me, like, mm. but for some reason, like people vibe with me on a different level because mm. I feel like, you know, without, I mean, you know what, let me blow my own trumpet. I'm quite good at performing. It's mm. something that comes natural to me because I'm an actor yep. as well. So I've always been learning stage presence and all of that. So it was kind of like sort of easy to just, you know, get with the program. Yep. But it's, the, it's also the added adrenaline, man. The adrenaline is, the, the, there is nothing like it, bruv, where you're literally going in front of people, even if it's two people, bruv, that have never heard of you. Yep. And you're just there just to make them judge you. That adrenaline is 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 great man so i, I love it i love performing and i want to do it more like i i but well, i don't like doing um what's it called i don't like stage doing... dives <laughs> no you never catch me doing that i would never i'm a nigerian guy i don't do stage dive that's that's dangerous to your soul soul could turn you to a turtle or something while you're doing that yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. did you see what rocky said yeah, yeah. Ace, Ace Rocky. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's not funny. They were squeezing my nuts. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not me. You would never catch me doing that, man. Maybe, maybe in a different kind of setting. Maybe in a different kind of setting. No. Well, no what was way. it that you, you don't like? What is that? No, um, I don't like doing there, there are certain shows I don't like doing. If I if I if if it doesn't come out wrong, like I don't there's certain kind of atmospheres that make I don't like being in a bougie kind of place mm, right or, oh, around what? people that feel like you're almost doing them a favor performing oh, when in reality okay. you're there to yeah. bring entertainment to them 
Mm. Wow. Right. Do you get me? So I don't like that kind of thing. Like if if I've turned on so many shows, as like I'm I'm one of the people that I mean the reason why I haven't toured since Mr. Easy is because I've been saying no, no, I'm, mm. I don't feel I love doing it, but mm. I feel like I feel it has to be the right kind of setting for me. It has yeah. to be a setting that is very welcoming, man. Because like whether you like me or not, but just pretend. You get me? Like I was saying, <laughs> just pretend that everything's mm. cool and dandy. You get me? But I don't. Yeah. I don't like bougie settings. I'm not the kind of person I'll probably go to. I don't know if you remember that thing that um Schmurder did, Bobby Schmurder. Oh, it was performing one. on top of the table. But then that one was peak. Yeah, yeah you get me? Like so yeah. for me, I'm just that like them things like that. I'm just like, listen, I'm an artist, but I'm more. I'm not that guy. Like, please, just yeah, let's. Let's show some respect around it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to, no, to be fair, if, if I'm an artist, I'll go on the table and then fall. <laughs> conversation, nah, brother. Man. Are you all right? Stage yeah, man. Well, ACL. Yeah, I guess, MS, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. You could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's not... You see, okay, you see, another thing now. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that tried to reach for, what's it called? Um, publicity stunts. Okay. So oh. maybe that's what it is as well. Right. So, because yeah. some of those moves, they're just like to kind of like make people talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm very big on like the music and my personality should be what leads everything, not yeah. what I do to get your attention. But like I said, if you're a villain, play your villainy right. So, if that's mm-hmm. your kind of thing, then do it to your, you know, like how Kanye is very good at doing that. Do your thing, or Fifty Cent is very, 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 very good at doing yes, that. Oh, do right. your thing. Do you get what I'm saying? But that's not me. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think Fifty Cent is the villain that everybody loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. Kanye West is he's the one on standby. He's he's just like <laughs> everyone's cool mm. when he's all right, but when yeah. he's not okay, when, when he's not, not okay, feeling man. it, he's like I think he's just new No, you are. I think Ye thinks he's Superman. Mm. He definitely thinks he's a hero as opposed to the villain when he's probably closer to the villain. Yeah. This this current version of him, anyway, that's I feel I like... Wait, what's, the, what's the, the famous quote? What's huh? the famous oh, you live long enough to see yourself... No, you, you live long enough be a hero as a superhero. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a hero. Or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I feel like um, Maybe I'm wrong, yeah, but I, I feel like 50 Cent like gives people warning before he does something kind of crazy mm. with them. Like, because he does that with his with with some of his artists, like Rod Timmy, for example, he would make like a fake beef. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to help yeah. you like grow, like clout. Mm, yeah. But Kanye is the one that doesn't tell you. He just doesn't. Mm. So you're like, yeah. what? you know, chance to rap a thing. It's like, what? What? <laughs> do you get me? So mm. I feel like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't do any of that anyways. But, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think it's quite interesting because, uh, and Carl, I think you wanted to touch on this, but the discourse around um, performing at the moment is quite interesting to see. Uh, I think a lot of artists are being, we're seeing a lot of bad performances, um, what with festival season, and hip hop probably being getting the brunt of it, if that makes sense, because a lot of artists are just having their backing vocals play and then they'll chime in every one or two bars. Yeah, 100%. And like, I mean, it depends on the artist, right? Like in your yeah. case, I don't think you would you would really want to do something like that. You're quite musical anyway. 
So nah, it's I not, don't do that. I don't yeah. do that. I used yeah. to. I used yeah. to. But the thing is, the backing track thing, not even backing track, yeah? Because these guys just have the full MP3 player. <laughs> sort of <laughs> yeah. But with that, I feel like it's been around. It's, it's been part of the culture for so long. Yeah. That mm. people just feel like, I don't need to learn my lyrics. I don't need to actually be able to sing as long as I can have this at the background, just playing. I can pick up the mic and just hype myself. You get me? So mm-hmm. I feel like that's the reason. And that kind of thing, I think, came from hip hop mostly, like you just said. It came from like rap music because you don't, yeah. you won't catch, I, I don't know, someone like Ed Sheeran or uh, like Sam Smith. No way. It's the backing track. He'll be singing for real. You get me? So, mm. um, but Afrobeats, yeah. So Mandem have been doing that. Mm. Some guys just come on stage. <laughs> they just do their, literally just everything they just play. Yeah. But then I mean, again, if you listen to like, there, there was uh, Ashake when he went to Houston. Yeah. And he played Organize. Everyone's gonna sing the song. And like the way he did it, he did it in a performative way where he said, Okay, it's the left versus the right. Um, mm. and who can say it aloud or who can sing it louder? Mm. Who can so you go to the left, say sing this part, then you'll go to the right and sing that part. So like he's at least engaging, but yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I actually think that's fine. Um but it's my issue comes more when they're not doing clever things like that. Like some of these artists like, um, are just literally just on stage, just letting the MP3 do most of the work. Um, I don't know. Oh, so you're saying like, um, you're saying like a dip set with versus um, the locks. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, That's a perfect example because you saw the locks how they perform. They performed every single mm. like lyric word for word, and Dipset was just they were just vibing. And I yeah. thought, do you know what? Like I would have thought Dipset. I think I don't know. Like it's it's a conversation worth having, but like would have had a deeper catalog with more bangers. But because of how they performed on the day, it the locks won. But I think performing is just so important and it pays, you know, before everything to do with Astro World, you saw how, how much it helped Trav. There's a reason why Ed Sheeran can sell out Wembley three days in a row because he actually performs that shit. If you pay to see Ed Sheeran, he's going to do that shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Fact. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I think being good at performing is something artists need to get better at. I mean, even just doing interesting stuff like, um, Little TJ, uh, obviously coming back after being shot six times, should have been dead. Uh, just the uh, swagger and bravado that he walked on stage with. Wait, he was shot six times? Whoa. What? <laughs> My new. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? Uh, they tried to end him. But That's crazy. Yeah. Little TJ. Stage, it felt like 50 Cent, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Give me them vibes. So wow. if you're willing to do that and different or you're trying to bring something to your performance, that can also bang as well. Mm. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I like that. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's one of those things. All right. Um, I actually want to ask you something as far as like, just like the state of just African music, Afro beats, and how it's progressed, and like how it's kind of coincided with the music you make. So, mm. what I'll take you guys back to, I guess, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Even like in your case, you said that you kind of had a feel for that kind of music at that time, so three or four mm. years ago. Do you feel like the pandemic happening might have been a blessing in disguise because with that happening and where we see Afrobeats now, you're seeing, you know, the likes of uh, Wizkid and um, Burner Boy do like the O2. You're seeing 
songs like Yay and um, uh, Last Last popping off. You think mm. Ashaked going on the run? He has. I feel like it's basically becoming more into the you know the general consensus of music. Do you mm. feel like that's kind of aided you in your journey and made it a smoother transition? Would you say? Um, let me let me talk about the uh, what's it called? Um, lockdown first. Lockdown definitely helped me to like I was saying earlier accept who I am that was the moment where I actually clicked on it and I was like yep this is this is definitely what I want to be doing yep. with how I make music because it allowed me to just not do anything else because I've got a studio I couldn't even go to the studio because of lockdown so I was at home in my home studio and I was just working so I was just locking myself down and just making mm. stuff you get me so that was when I was like yeah you know what I like this and I and I prefer this side of me you get me so yeah. yeah, so lockdown definitely helped with them guys. You know what? It's probably going to sound strange. Like I, ah, how do I put it? Maybe, maybe there's an element of me that is kind of like in some kind of way, shape or form somehow similar to Burner Boy in, in the kind of beats that he rocks on. Mm. If that makes okay. any sense. Like, yeah. um, I feel like maybe Bad Boy the production of Bad Boy was kind of like in some way influenced by Ye. Just okay. the bounce of it. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but as far as many other artists, I don't, I don't really, I feel like I'm probably the only one that maybe doesn't get influenced anymore by new artists, by these new Afrobeat artists. I like their music. So like yeah. I play the music every flipping day. Mm. <laughs> but to be influenced in that sense. I feel like because there's a, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a, a kind of sameness as well. Mm. That, that, that there's this, okay, there's a, how do I put it now? There's this pop sound. You know how pop, there's a general pop sound, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a general Afro sound yeah. that has been created now. There's so you something don't want to be part like, of a, uh... You don't want to be part of the algorithm. Like, yeah, the, the, like the, the, I, the I get it if sometimes I might, you know, slip up and make music like that. No problem. Yeah. But it's not who I am. I know that, that that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Because when I close my eyes and I think of music, I just go to a different planet. Do you get what I'm saying? So I don't know um, if I can say that I was definitely influenced by you know any of these guys i respect them i love their music i obviously i have playlists endless playlists with just their music playing and i'm just there driving just listen to these music but yeah to say i'm influenced heavily by them not necessarily um even with the o2 thing as well you see I'm, I'm another thing as well this is gonna sound so crazy yeah it's gonna sound so mad but this is i, I think yeah this is the first time i'm actually saying this on any interview yeah <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad yeah but I've never been to the O2 arena. Never been. And my sole reason for doing that and for making that decision is why am I going if I'm not performing? I heard that. Yeah. That's my goal. Like for me, if I'm going to step in that arena, I've been to the Indigo because I, I performed there with a group of people a while ago, like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, back when... Um, I don't know if you remember, uh, there, there was this guy, Sonny, Sonny Neji or something like that, that was doing a gospel thing there. And he wanted, you know, a couple other singers on stage. So I did that. But 
the O2 arena, I've never gone to like big arenas because yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going, I want my first time to be my first time. Mm, if that okay. makes sense. That's my yeah. personal, like That's my, my personal like goal. Yeah. To get yeah. So it's not that I, I don't want to support. It's just, I have a reason why. And I, I'd like that time to come when it comes. When I'm performing, when I'm on the big stage, I want to also say this is my first time being here. And this is the oh. first time I'm on this stage. It's crazy, mm. isn't it? Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? It would be nice yeah. for the PR people. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so it, as a matter of influence, I don't think I was, I was more influenced by, by um, lockdown to just focus yeah it gave me a level of frustration mixed with focus that i kind of just kind of like i guess came on the good side of and because yeah these songs were written in lockdown okay they were actually written in lockdown yeah the first one you know the first wave the first madness Mm. like where everything shut down completely that was when it was written so um as i pray beat the instrumental was made like two years before lockdown Oh, wow. But I didn't have anything for it. So I just left mm-hmm. it. I just thought, you know what? Let me just breathe on this. But as soon as lockdown hit, everything, uh, the everyone started showing their true colors, basically. And then, mm-hmm. boom, it just made it easy to just start writing. And yeah, so yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough, man. That's a long way of answering that question. No, that's okay. <laughs> like, I, I think it's a good answer because like, ultimately you... you you appreciate what's going on. You appreciate the growth in the genre, but ultimately you see yourself kind of carving your own lane. I think that's what, you know, is a good thing. Cause you know, you don't want everybody to sound the same. And then mm. you want to be an artist to, to its truest form. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it's, a, it's a good answer. Mm. I've never thought about it like that as well. Um, that you don't want to be a part of what's going on. You want to you not come to uh, just participate. You come to take over. So you can't, if you want to do that, yeah. you can't be doing what everyone else is doing or letting what everyone else you know, is doing, getting into your head, mm-hmm. um, infiltrate your music. And the thing, you know what, yeah, it's interesting you just said that statement because Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Social media is a huge part. And I know this conversation has been about for the longest time. Social media is killing people. Social media is doing a lot of things. But social media really is a huge part of why people why a lot of artists in fact why there are a lot of artists why there's a lot of saturation number Mm -hmm. one and then why there are a lot of artists doing the same kind of thing number two and why a lot of artists are frustrated number three i think social media is the is the is the is the person to blame really a (laughs) true because it it takes a lot i feel to kind of to to see what's going on and still stand on your two feet and say, you know what, yeah. actually, no, 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 no. Let me, let me focus on what I'm doing here. And let mm. me continue doing what I'm doing. Do you get mm. me? Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like, you know, back in the day, um, in the days of like Two-Face, Adibia and them guys, you know, even P-Square, 
what you had to yep. do was make this song, then try to sell the CDs or, you know, you get a CD and you go and sell it to actual people face to face. So people actually like you where social media allows the streaming thing to happen where mm-hmm. people can just quickly skip your song if they don't want to listen or they can skip this, they can skip this. And not because your music is not great, but because it's just the culture. It's the culture yeah. of skipping and passing on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Do you get me? So I feel like that has obviously brought on some pressures on some artists, which is why yeah. now people can't help but sound the same mm. because they just feel like, yeah, that person's doing it this way. Let me do it like them. And then I'll get that, the same thing that they got. Do you get what I mean? Mm, so, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting that you bring up, um, I guess, the history you know, of Afrobeats. Um, for me, it comes from listening to, hearing the music at African hall parties, um, huge part of our growing up. Mm. Um, just where the genres come from like it really fought through because you have to think back then it wasn't as easily accessible so it really mm. you know I think back to P, P Square and there's so many great the band um, so many great people were making music back then but now because of their hard work um, there is a real genre now here that mm. you know is taking over some of the biggest artists in the world are doing Afro beats yeah yeah um, I think with Afro as well, which is something I find, I, you know what, yeah, I've actually deeped this, like, last week, I was like, wait, what I realise is, every Afrobeat artist that's at the top right now is setting new records, have you realised that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Ashake is now the highest in the billboards, mm-hmm. prior to that, it was Omale, prior to that, it was Fireboy DML, prior to yeah. that, it was, do you get every me, one, prior to yeah. that, it was Whiskey, and then before that, it was, but, do you know what I mean, they just keep coming, and each time, they come with something, it just mm. sets new records. I'm just thinking, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. Mm. So yeah. it's good that the world is, I guess, accepting our music. Mm. But in, an, in another kind of light as well, it would be nice if we, now this is where it might get a bit techie, but it would be nice if we just kind of like, just take our music and just keep our music. Because like, okay, let me, let me explain that. <laughs> um, kind of like how, I don't know, you... Have you ever heard of Taiki for any Taiki T A Y C? No. He's a French artist. No. From, yeah, okay, there you go. So he's been killing the game, my bro. He's been okay. killing the game and he's French and it's he mostly blew in the French community, bro. Mm. And you haven't heard of it, but this guy's touring, making bangers, making peace. Mm-hmm. Now he's not asking for the world's validation, mm-hmm. he's just doing his music. And yep. putting it out there to his people. And he's an R- um, R&B, Afro. He, he's now moving into the Afro world as well. But mm. started off as an R&B love romantic singer. Okay. And that is what propelled him into doing this new genres now. So, and then you go to like someone like South America, like some of the artists that's coming out from there. Yeah. They, they, when it comes to like numbers, some, some artists in the Afro world or even the Western world don't even compare when it comes mm. to numbers, bro. Yeah. Like on a reels, like I'm talking about hundreds of millions oh, yeah. <laughs> of streams of views and that. Do you get me? So it's like, mm. and you've never heard of these guys, but mm. they, they support each other and they're always there recycling their own music and keeping it around themselves. So in a way, I'm not saying obviously gatekeep, I'm not saying gatekeep, I'm just saying like, you know, if it would be nice if we kind of create our own kind of like, I don't know, our own charts to really yeah. push our own stuff and, you know, help our own people reach mm. heights 
without regarding you know billboard charts and stuff you know because that's you. <laughs> you get me but yeah. people that can and it, yeah it is us really we're the ones that have to push this because mm. it's coming from people who look like us and talk like us so it's important yeah, that yeah. well and like you said if you if you can feed your fan base like we'll be surprised how much money artists be making yeah. um his name tech nine for example uh, mm. not the most mainstream artist but the money he makes off of touring phew, some people would, would dream to even think about seeing that amount of money but that's because he feeds his fans mm. um, they're happy with what they're receiving so I guess more of that it's not necessarily gatekeeping it's more just I guess not losing sight of where we've come from yeah, and where that's, we wanted to go exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's down to music like it's a double edged sword though do you know what I mean? Mm. Because when you think about it, like, and it's kind of a good topic we've kind of stumbled on because with obviously the billboards that have been broken every week, um, I don't know if you saw this, Demi, they said that they're going to make a a category in the Grammys for Afrobeats. Oh, word! Yeah. Now, what that does, again, is to what you're saying, it's a good and bad thing, right? Because it's a good thing because mm. they're going to get the accolades, but it's a bad thing because when the guy from Greece, who decides to make Afrobeats, yeah. makes oh, the best Afrobeats album of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even <laughs> we, said that. I was like, oh, yeah, nice. But yeah, that's true. Then we, yeah. we, might, we might get angry. That's you know what I'm saying? So. I'm kicking down doors. I'm going to the event myself. It'll that be, Mac, be, be Macklemore, uh, Kendrick Lamar 2.0. Do you know what I mean? So. No, to be fair, it depends because they might turn around and they might make a, like, for example, they might say, oh, yeah, reggaeton, a reggaeton song. Is Afrobeat-ish. Oh, yeah. so oh they don't. They won't do that. Oh, they could. Bro, they, 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 they can do it, bro. They can I'm do it. fighting, man. I ain't heard one bad bunny song in my they'll life. Give, they'll give Skilly Bang the they Afrobeat the Bang. Bang. When they say, when they <laughs> no, say no. Selena Gomez has the best Afrobeat verse because she did that oh, one with Rema. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she wins yeah, a Grammy yeah, for the best Afrobeat verse. She's dancing, bro. Allow it, man. Listen, you know what I mean? It, it, opens, it opens a kind of worms. Don't get me wrong. I want, I want the thing, I want so, our thing to grow, but it's it's gonna come with more people and more eyes and more uneducated. This is, this people. is why I'm so, saying that I'm we need you. to create our own thing, man. Because you, it's it, it's important. It's so important that we make our own culture around this because we can't just leave it to. And I feel like every West, because Afrobeats mainly is in West Africa, right? Like mm, I yeah. feel like. Um, every West African country needs to just take it to be the most important thing now, to just keep our music, but not gatekeep, share, still collaborate, whatever, but create avenues and create um, stages where this is just pushed out. So it's not like Afro Nation. Afro Nation's great, but Afro Nation also brings in a lot of non-Afrobeat artists. That's just weird to me. I'm just like, it's called Afro Nation. What's Meg Thee Stallion doing there? <laughs> like no, no, but come on, man. Do you get no, what I'm saying? Know. Like, even if you bring Chris Brown, at least he's done a couple Afrobeat tunes. Do you get yeah, me? So yeah, he can, yeah, yeah, yeah he can yeah, kind of yeah. claim that. You get me? But come on, man. So yeah, but you know, that's just I my. Think, just I think my the opinion. reason. I think the reason for Meg the Stallion is because, um, like, if you if you go back, if you go back to Africa, the continent, like sometimes you'd be shocked with what certain tribe dancers can do. So I think they probably looked at like her dance and said, you know what, 
She's African. Man. Are you playing? <laughs> 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 Not serious. Man. Oh man. I can't believe that. You almost had me. How do you let me? You're not serious. You're going through turbulence. No. Goddamn. Obviously, Meg the Stallers doing what she's doing, but I, 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 I just think that we need to kind of like there, there needs to be, like you said, it's a double-edged sword, man. It's, oh, it's all yeah. well and good, but it's also not that great because then when you have, I guess, up-and-coming artists from that genre now, they can't get the limelight because now other people who have already made it in other genres want a second win. And oh. they get that second win by collaborating with our yeah, old artists and then boom. <laughs> on fire, with Fireboy, that verse was hard as bricks. So I, I, uh-huh. I ran, damn, <laughs> done it again. I mean, but it's still, it's now. still, it's still, it's still a thing because I know that yeah. they love to, you know. I guess some of these people like to like our culture in it, which is nice. But Sharon, <laughs> obviously, he's always been no, he's always been yeah, like, yeah. very, very encouraging of what we do, like, you know, working with yeah. Fuse ODG and all of that. He's always been top dog, mm. but it's just, it's, it's kind of like time. I just feel like we've had a long reign of, for lack of a better word, white music. <laughs> we've yeah. had a long reign of that. Do you get me? I feel like it's now time. Just, just, just take a listen to us. Just listen yeah. to us. Do you get me? Push, push us ahead of the curve. Because clearly our music gives people a sense of freedom, a mm. sense of feeling, a sense of vibes, like Afrobeats or even I'm a piano as well. Because for me, that's a, I don't know why they keep trying to act as if they're not Afrobeats, but they are. It's <laughs> African music for me. It's Afro in a way. Mm. Um, it's just like our music literally has all the sensations you can get from listening to anything else. Like mm. all the chills or the, or the, the chilling vibes you can get from listening to jazz. You can get that in Afro. There's an Afrobeat artist somewhere that's making that. Do you get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like O'Malley, listen to O'Malley, you fall asleep. Not in a bad way, but like in a very no, relaxing. His music is just yeah. so smooth and soothing. Mm. And then you, if you want the the dangerous vibe where you you know pick up your pick up your waps and go on the street, whatever. I listen to a bit of you know Burner Boy. You go and listen mm. to that guy from Ghana. What's his name? Uh, the that one that man. was having that was loud about about. What, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. So you get me. So, and then if you want to dance till the night ends, listen to my piano. And my piano yeah. just have you dancing forever and ever and ever, never stopping. Do you get what I'm saying? So we've got all the all the vibes there. If we just yeah, create our own, you know, uh, nice culture or community where that kind of like gains the light, then boom. But yeah, no, I love for that. That's a good, that, good way to summarise, isn't it? Yeah. Um, does anyone else have anything to bring to the table? No, that was well put, man. I think yeah, that was a good topic we stumbled on because mm-hmm. you don't want, you don't, ultimately you don't want to just chuck everyone in, under one label, you know? No. I mean, I think they've made that Afrobeats um, Grammy Award because they know they have to give Bernard something for last, last. You can't go there empty-handed or you can't leave yeah. empty-handed. But do you know what, yeah? Do you know what? So this is this is gonna be my other side coming through here. But <laughs> I actually feel like this is a this is a way, even though it seems like a good thing for us, I feel like what you said earlier actually opens up a kind of worms of what is about to happen. Mm. Where it seems like they're opening this venue for us to grow 
but in reality, the people that will benefit from it. Yeah. Will, Listen, will be us still. Aquaman got a grand It will still be. What are we doing? There you go. Listen, bookmark this episode. Where is it? 161, yeah? In, in <laughs> February next year, we'll bring you there back you on go. the podcast. No, no, we'll for real. That's what happens. Because for real, we know for there's going to be something. I can see that. But um, no, you know what? You're, you're absolutely correct because, um, like, the main goal is to get an award, whether mm. it be a B. Well, first in the UK, it was the Mobile Awards, then it was the Brit Awards, and now it's Grammys. Mm. Um, and if you get those sort of accolades, then what tends to happen is that there's a sense of recognition where it's like, I want a Grammy. Now you're open to like the next level of, of the game, of the simulation. Yeah. So if there's Afrobeats, like for example, we've seen Justin Bieber try a few things and mm. whether it worked is questionable. But in the long run, like a lot of these artists, fair enough, they're going to become big and they're going to do Afrobeats. They're going to push I'm a Piano. They're going to push Afrobeats. Uh, I don't know what's really happening with like the East African sound, but, you know, just to include that in a conversation with the Bongo mm. East. Um, even, for example, Congolese music. Like, if you really hear Congolese music, bro, like it's, it's, it's actually intense. It's, it's mad. So, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's saucy, mm. like through the roof. So then all of these subgenres within, I mean, right now we actually call it subgenre, but with all these subgenres within um, Afrobeat, I know for a fact there's going to be a ceiling that's hit. Then they're going to have to go and collaborate with certain artists. Like, yeah. for example, you might see, um, what's his name? Bad Bunny. Is it, is it Bad Bunny? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, so you might see Bad Bunny collab with um, uh, Buju Benson. Yeah, and like having having that collab might push him to another realm. So then now other artists are gonna come and then they're not gonna collab. They're gonna leech. They're gonna leech onto Afrobeats trying to get that Grammy. And then now mm. there's the validation that they receive rather than pushing it on the culture what it's supposed to do. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're very much correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What will I mean, next. I I feel like mobiles is a very very good example of what happened mm. mobos is for black music Forget <laughs> but, that. You, know, you go the, you go to mobos these days anyone can read anything <laughs> you get me yeah <laughs> mm. so oh boy but yeah yeah it's true it's true i mean i mean it's 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 a good thing that the world is listening to our music i mean for now i guess for me i don't care that much because my main goal is just hear me right now just just hear me first mm, yeah but when yeah. you finish hearing me when we get to that point because we will get to that point where you've now heard me now nah, there that's when i'll be competing for these for mm. these accolades now you get me yeah I but um yeah like it's a it's it's something i can see happening but listen i give my own two cents and leave it there bro for real man yeah. go and carry my grammy and go home <laughs> <laughs> for yes real, sir for real um I guess so. Music, yeah. So, how we end the podcast is we will just pick one song that we've been listening to recently. Oh, yeah, um, because we have a playlist, but we put songs on there all the time. Mm. Um, I'll just put I'll just put your your single on there as I pray. Um, oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. So, the project comes out on the 21st, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. And I'm having so, a I'm, I'm actually having a listening party of the EP 
um, on the 20th. Now I'm doing something different with it. I'm not going to just play the tracks. I'm actually performing them live. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I'm that's performing a good them idea. live with a band. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I feel like that's the first time that's happening. But yeah, so yeah, that's what's going to be happening. But yeah. That's dope, man. I'll ask you that more often. That's that's really like intuitive thinking because mm. more time at a listen party, they'll play the track, they'll sit there with their drink and like try to catch a vibe, but mm. you're actually there performing it real time. So it's going to mean a lot more in the moment. Mm. So that's a really good idea, actually. Love that. Um, come to my shows, mm. man. Come to my shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come to my shows. For real. For real right. Um, oh god, I forgot my choice. Um, imagine. Oh no, Unghetto Matteo, uh, Matteo, uh, Sons. Um, good song. I think he's like a Twitch streamer. Um, but yeah, no, I happened to make a good song. Cool. Um, I was watching the Barmain. Um, summer, sorry, spring, summer 2023. And I don't know what inspired the design to choose this song, but this song is, is dumb. It's, it's just, it's, it's bloody amazing. It's Crazy by uh, Duichi. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um, mm. But yeah, nice. No, it's, it's a phenomenal song. Phenomenal song. Okay. Like, to, to like, the beats, the percussion, nah, it's, it's top tier. So, yeah. Uh, we love that. Okay. Uh, to tell the people where they can find you online. Um, literally everywhere at way, A-T-U-E-Y-I-I. If you just type that on Google, even you find me. Um, yeah, I'm actually on Google now, you know, like proper, <laughs> proper Google. type That's my name enough. in there, pictures and everything will come up. It will tell you the Love. genre of music I do as well. That's dope. <laughs> so it's actually crazy. But yeah, so I tweet just everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Oh, no, no, Snapchat. Snapchat's personal. <laughs> um, TikTok. Yeah, I'm everywhere, man. That's yeah. amazing. We global. Yep. We streaming yes. Love and War. The 21st yes 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 yeah yes. go stream that go buy it go support the artist man he's he's good man he makes good music good guy and it's been a good interview as well i appreciate yeah, your time man appreciate oh, it. love man love I thank you for having man. me as well man oh no problem thank no you problem. for having me and live that essex life boys it's safe isn't it it's safe. <laughs> it's safe. That oh. You'd have to worry about getting stabbed, getting shot. <laughs> uh, no, to be fair, you, you'll find out some of the youngers are, are on crowd on this side. You'll you find oh, out. Oh, it Chafford's side. Yeah, yeah oh, man. Life, life will change in Chafford, man. Like, people are... That's, okay, fair enough. No, because yeah, it's a bit closer is... to London, though, isn't it? That's probably... Yeah. Less it's than, it's yeah. a bit closer to Hackney. Hackney is a problem. <laughs> Trying, I wouldn't say close, but yeah, nah, but East place, London though. in general, like that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, is like it's yeah, a bit yeah, closer, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, because, because yeah. I, I, um, I'm in Colchester. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. So over here is so peaceful, bro. Yeah. I can walk out at two a.m. in the night. Peace and quiet. And nothing's gonna happen to me. I'll come back home. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right, listen, Colchester. <laughs> It's lit, it's, man. Fair enough. I'm hearing right. good things about Colchester, to be, to be fair. So, 
Yeah, yeah, it's nice over here, man. Driving in the twelve, smooth ride to London every time. You know what I mean? It's just oh, mm. it's beautiful. That's man. what that's what you need, man. Fair you know what I'm Trust. Perfect. <laughs> I episode one six one main Chafford podcast. Find us everywhere. Just search Maiden Chafford, um, and we'll come up. Until next time, peace. Peace, right, man. Take care, guys. Bless. Bless. Peace, love. guys. Thank you so uh, much for having me. Yeah. Uh, no problem, bro. Appreciate your time, man. Okay. No problem. In a yes, bit. Uh, All right. Yeah. Take care, bro. In a bit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.